31 in Roanoke and Salem, 34 in Danville, 33 in Amherst, and 35 in Appomattox. It's not snowing in Roanoke anymore. That's good. I, well, I can't, is it? I had I had some flurries. Well, you know your friends at Q99. If they see a flake, they're going to start playing Christmas music. Oh, he's already been harassing me, yeah, sending me you know. stuff. Dick Daniels, whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was I was driving in yeah. uh, through Elon mm-hmm. Monroe, and we Solid had snow flurries. Okay. Yeah, a little bit. All right. Speaking of uh, my hometown, we have a, a guest in this morning, Jimmy Ayers, uh, been on the show before. And we welcome you this morning. Hey. Thank you, Janet. Now, the last time you were here, um, I asked you if you if you would, you know, be, if you were thinking about running for sheriff again, because I knew a lot of people were asking you to run for sheriff again. Yes, and ma'am. and you're like, I don't know, that'd be crazy to do that. I, you know, I, I like, like my marriage and <laughs> like my family and like my normal life. And yet here we are. Yes, ma'am. So, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about what, why on earth you decided to, uh, that's my question for everybody. My first question, why on earth did you decide uh, to run and for you to run again? Well, Janet, I've lived in Amherst County for 60 years. That's been my home county my entire life. Uh, I was grown up there, educated there, obviously in October of 1985, I began my full-time career in public service serving the sheriff's office for 30 years, a little over 30 years actually, retiring in December of 2015. I have a strong love for my county and its people. Um, oh, and, and even after you retired, you you went and served on That is correct. Um, I went from board. retiring as sheriff to right into the Board of Supervisors mm-hmm. and served seven and a half years uh, as a board member, um, resigning in mid-July uh, to run for sheriff again mm-hmm. um my life was spent uh, at that sheriff's office when sheriff cox hired me i feel i was a boy and i grew up there mm-hmm. um and then in in november 95 i was elected sheriff and uh, at that time i think i was one of the youngest elected sheriffs in the commonwealth of virginia served in that capacity for five terms 20 years and um I was 110 percent dedicated to mm-hmm. To that office, and um, I'm proud to say when I walked out of there in December of 2015, I had no regrets of anything that we um, had put together as far as the organization itself and the service to my community. Uh, by no means was I perfect in any way, shape, or form, um, but... Well, and, and, and let's face it, as you were in that role for a long time, Yes, ma'am, and, 20 years. And any time you're a leader, you're going to tick some people off. Absolutely. That's just the way it is. That's the nature of that and, business and, especially. And, well, my daddy said, my daddy told me when I was a young, very mouthy uh, girl, uh, saying, Janet Lynn, if you're going to be a leader and you're going to get stuff done, there's going to be people who aren't going to like you. And, and, if, and if you're not ruffling some feathers, you're not getting anything done. Absolutely. So I was blessed to kind of, have a thicker skin because i was raised by a father who who prepared me for that path you know um and and it's it's hard because most of us want to be like because we love people correct you know correct um now you came on the show because the uh of the sales case the the family had reached out to you that's correct because they were very frustrated that is correct okay now it's back in the news yes today Yes, ma'am. Uh, family of Amherst County murder victim voices frustration about the case. 
Now, it's been four years since this happened. Yes, ma'am. Right? And the sheriff's department pretty much screwed that thing up from the very beginning. I mean, chain of custody, lost body cam footage, just some, I mean, chain of custody. Come on. That's 101 stuff. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. All right. Well, now, four years later, after letting sales go, and he went up to New Hampshire and nearly killed somebody there and is in custody there, is my understanding. Yes, ma'am. Still. All right. Um, Now they've called a special grand jury, and it just so happens that this comes out the week before the um, the election, which I don't believe in coincidences. And this is just my opinion. Let me ask you this. If you were to win and be a sheriff and you wanted to get in there and figure out really what went wrong, because you'd be inheriting basically the department that screwed that up. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, ma'am. Would you be able to even investigate that? No, if, ma'am. Okay. Not in the condition it See, is now. That's not that's not cool. I don't I don't like that. I don't even like that a little bit. Just not cool. All let's, right. Let's talk I, about I was curious about that. Moving forward. Yeah. Yes, sir. And 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 talking about things that'll come if you become sheriff, there's going to be issues, there's gonna think be things. How do you how do you kind of tidy that up and clean that whole thing up? Do you, do you uh, go it's in almost and, easier to start from scratch well, I'm going, than it yeah, is to fix I, I was going to say, yeah. come in with sweeping change like a, a coach does. When, when Liberty got their new coach, the old staff goes out and the new one comes in with them. So what, what are your Can ideas Can you even there? do that? Yeah. What does that look like? Are you speaking as to this particular well, case? Well, not or that case. A, just no, I'm well, talking about the overall the sheriff's department. department itself. Yes. Uh, one of the major things and first things would be addressed is recruitment and, and retention, uh, setting up the organization uh, as far as... Uh, it's administrative positions and then see what staff that uh, we do have and and try to uh, attract new staff and get the organization set up so that um, you know we can provide uh, better services to our community that would be the number one thing that would need to start actually the day after election not the first of the year right um and that's imperative to make sure. I mean, I've, especially the north end of the county over the last several months, I've got a lot of, of complaints of people having to wait 45 minutes an hour or longer to get an officer to respond. Wow. But when you keep most of your officers, and a lot of times it's my understanding it's not but two to three officers working in there in the southern end of the county, which is Madison Heights, mm-hmm. those folks that live out Lowesville area, north end of the county, they're suffering when they're trying to get a unit to them in a timely manner that is that is difficult uh, you know and that needs to be addressed immediately to make sure that we uh, lay out the manpower the best that we can Mm -hmm. so that uh, we reduce call uh, call times or response times uh, get them down to a minimum is the budget does the budget exist to be able to do some of the things you want to do it's my understanding there's quite a few vacancies so okay. when you get you have vacancies and then, uh, then the money, money is budgeted yeah. for right. these okay. positions they're just not being filled sure so let's talk about madison heights for a minute when uh when you were sheriff um you kind of had a reputation for for going hard after drugs yes ma'am I mean, that was kind of your, when, when I heard them talk about you, that's a lot of what they talked about. Yes, ma'am. They Usually they go to Nelson or they go to Lynchburg, but they didn't mess too much with Amherst County. Since you've left office, <clears throat> Madison Heights is now called Meth Heights. Yes, ma'am. That's not, that's not good. No, that, it's heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. That's my home. And uh, 
that sh- that should not be uh, referenced that way. And so, how do you how do you even begin? I mean, all that's going to have to be undone. It's going to be so much harder now. It is, um, but I've never I've never backed away from a challenge, and uh, given the opportunity, I won't back away from this one. Um, and I can assure you that the aggressive and proactive approach that's needed to get this under control will be done. And, um, you know, as you said, the message before was you didn't come to Amherst County to do, do use or have anything associated with, with drugs. And, uh, that will be the message that, uh, I try to have folks speaking once again. If they want to find out more about you, how do they do that? Facebook website, uh, please, you know, a lot of folks know me, know how to get in touch with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my life has always been an open book, and uh, my door has always been opened. Can they ask you questions, message you on your Absolutely. social media? Absolutely. Okay. Yes, ma'am. All right. Well, Jimmy, we appreciate you coming in and, uh, and talking to us, and pretty soon it'll all be over. That's exactly just a little <laughs> bit less than a week now. All yeah. right. All right. Thanks Thank so much you all for, for having me. We appreciate it. 7.15 on the morning jam. We'll have Rich Gilman in here in just a little bit to talk to us. Thomas Vaughn a little bit later on, too. Yeah, he's coming in the 8 o'clock hour as well. Jimmy Ayers just finishing up. If you missed part of the interview, we'll put it up on our SoundCloud page. Go to the Morning Jam on VTRN. Type in today's date, and it will pop up right there. It is 716. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. The definition of the word jam. To pack something tightly. A machine seizing or becoming stuck. A sweet preserve made from fruit. A common sense radio talk show. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. I like the sweet preserve. Yeah. I mean, I like us. I mean, the Morning Jam. Sure. I, I like the sweet preserve. My brother, you don't even know this. I didn't tell you this yet. My brother, Doug bought me a case my brother doug and sister-in-law cindy bought me a case of peanut butter flavored different kinds of wow. peanut butter. and you so know you're the, not a peanut butter purist not necessarily i mean this i'm really weird like with cornbread you start adding flavors in i'm like i don't well, know it's it's flavors not just flavor like drip drip there's like raisins in one of them uh there's blueberry there is honey oh. peanut butter. Okay, well, about, about uh, honey, I guess. Chocolate peanut butter. And Doug said, every time you open a new one, I want you to call me and tell me. Aww. So I've called him That's twice fun. because I've blown through the honey peanut butter right. and there's only like a well, quarter that's a, of it Well, that's a classic. Yeah. And, and even the chocolate, that's kind of like your hazelnut spread that right. has like that chocolate flavor. Sure. So I get that one. I never understood like the fluff and nutter, like the one when we were kids. Does this even exist anymore? That you would see the swirl and it would have peanut butter and the fluff and nutter together. 
in the jar. Do you I, remember that? Yeah, I think that's still around. Is it? So yeah, stay away from that kind of Maybe stuff. Maybe our next caller would know. Well, he might know, but first, he has his own little song today that we're going to play for Todd from FNL Market. Happy anniversary, baby. Got you on my mind. Yeah. Happy anniversary, baby. Got you on my Yes, sirree, Bob. Happy anniversary, baby. <laughs> How you doing, Todd Ramsey? Oh, I'm doing great. How about y'all this beautiful morning? Oh, we're doing okay. I went outside to check and see if we had snow. We don't have any. They're getting some in Salem no. now. That's okay. You know, in, you know, in the grocery business, the best snow is the one they call for that doesn't happen. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You just got to make sure you've got plenty of milk and bread, right? right. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, I always laugh when people say, do y'all really like that snow? And I say, no, I really don't care for the snow. I just like for the guys and the weathermen to start calling for it. <laughs> to know? start that, that rumor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or a good ice storm is always good, too. Uh, okay. Know, to get everybody Maybe stirred up. So, this is one of the, uh, the, the questions of life, at least in central Virginia. Why is it the milk, the bread, and the eggs? Is everybody making French toast when it snows? I just <laughs> want to know, Todd. Why Why those three things? You know what? Ever since I was a kid, you know, it's like everybody thinks that they can survive off of those three items. So, it, it, you know, it's okay. You know? Okay. Uh, the, right. the funniest thing is, is when people come and buy frozen food and the power's out. Oh, yeah. I'm like. <laughs> what are I'm, you thinking? I'm, I'm, <laughs> That's so think, funny. Make sure you. Yeah, set it outside, I guess, you know. Hey. Well, it know. is your 30th anniversary. Congratulations. That's great. Yes, yeah, we've, uh, 30 years. I can remember the night when we took over the store. We bought it from a Harris Teeter store there at the plaza. Uh-huh. Uh, it was po- pouring down rain and nasty weather and, you know, you know, just a way to start. It was Halloween night when we first, you know, when we okay. bought the store. Wow. And then we took over the next morning, but, uh. Yes, it's it's been a roller coaster you can imagine with the the economy and everything sure. in the last thirty years. Yeah, you know, and you know, I you know, I look around and I see you know a lot of people not there that was there thirty years ago. Yeah, sure. You know, sure. Um, I'm fortunate that I have a few people. I actually have one lady who has worked for me. She came to work for me thirty years ago. Wow. Who? Which she's one? Still with Wanda. Wanda. Um, she. Yeah, she works in the office, okay. and uh, she, she's part-time now, and mm-hmm. uh, she, um, like I said, she she left me for about six months. I always say she, you know, she had a moment <laughs> in, in history, and she went somewhere else to work, and but she's, and, and then I have now. another gentleman. Then I have another gentleman who still works for me part-time. He started with me 30 years ago. Wow. Yeah. That's so, lovely. Uh, that says a lot about about the the community and the atmosphere of FNL as an employer and and an employee. So good for you, Todd. So tell us about yeah. how are you celebrating your thirtieth anniversary? Well, we're going to give away two hundred dollars worth of gift cards wow. to one person. Oh. So you know that's nice. one person gets two hundred dollars, and then which goes a long that, way at FNL. Yes, it does. You can get a lot of hamburger or steaks or, mm-hmm. you know, some nice chicken. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we're going to give away, someone's going to get to choose a whole ribeye. We will slice that for you any way that you'd like. Wow. That's okay. going to be our second gift. And then I've got a real nice refrigerator bag, which is going to be full of goodies that um, Ginger that works for me has put together. Okay. And, uh, 
and it's going to be some coupons in there. It's going to be actually one of the attraction books that people are always looking for. Okay, yeah, I've yeah. I've included one, one of those. And uh, just all during the week, we're going to be doing certain, you know, you never know unless you shop with us or when I've vip program or something what i might do because you know i you know i kind of whatever feels good i do it sometimes so there's no particular time that people would need to be there just just you're going to be doing this all week yes and the 17th we will be giving away the main gifts i'll pull the names on the 17th so you can register from now on we've been taking if you've been shopping with us, you know we've been collecting right. names and mm-hmm. all up front. So, um, you know, just keep on putting your name in there, and we're going to pull someone out. Okay. And uh, to d- today we're going to have a uh, young man who has started his own pizza business out of his house. Oh, wow. He's going to be getting... He's going to be getting samples from 11 to 2 today. Uh, well, that's he fine. He come to me and asked me to, he'd like to get his name out. He, he's doing a little business, but I told him, yeah, sure, you know, that's how we got started. Right. You know, kind of getting out there. So, uh, and, you know, and I, I'd like for people to know, if you've got an idea that you'd like to try, you know, come by and see me. I mean, I don't mind giving somebody a chance, you yeah. know. I've had that's people cool. come by with honey. You know different mm-hmm. items that they make themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, you're awfully good we, about carrying those those local products for sure. Yeah, you know, I, I I've been here all my life. You know, I told somebody the other day it's actually with my grandbaby coming into this world. I've, we've had six generations of right here in Central Virginia. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, we've been here. You know, I went to school at Glass right here in town. Graduated from Lynchburg Christian Academy, but mm-hmm. I went to Glass. Went to Jefferson Forest. I was in that group that got annexed back in okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I got I got thrown in a big mixing bowl at that point. <laughs> you know, but uh. Well, we just you know, wanted we, to talk to you and and just thank you uh, for all you do for the show and for congratulate you on thirty years of uh of business if people want to sign up to be a vip savings club member that's probably how they can be in the know on some of these things that you're doing right yes and generally what will happen on vip on tuesday nights you will get your ad and you'll get a coupon normally here lately i've been giving ten dollars off of off of a hundred dollars so you'll get your ad a day early so you know what to do the next morning when you're shopping and also you know sundays and tuesdays we have senior citizen day i know i know mark yeah he's, he's I know a regular mark. <laughs> yeah mark's a regular but uh i just like to thank y'all for what y'all do for us and also saturday come by we're going to have someone there giving away prizes just saturday from about 11 to 3 okay so come on by check it out Very you know good. we're going to be there you know all but I appreciate all that y'all do too. And and one Thank more important me. question before we let you go: Do they still yeah. make the peanut butter that's swirled with the fluff and nutter? <laughs> you know, I don't carry it, but I'm pretty sure. You know, it's one of those items that I'm pretty sure that you can find on Amazon. I hate to use that word. Yeah, right. It's probably one of those items. You know, that you pay about fifteen dollars for a little jar of it. Right. Uh-huh. Somebody. Somebody stored it in their kitchen, you know, forever. <laughs> you know. Ew. Now they're... <laughs> yeah, I, I just wondered if it existed, and I figured you would know. Thank you so much yeah. for joining us, and uh, and All we right. just really appreciate you. All right. Thank you so much. Now, if you want Take to sign care. up to be appreciate a VIP you, Savings Club member, all you have to do is text FL Market mm-hmm. to 833-605-1804. So uh, apparently... I got my text last night. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I get one every every Tuesday, mm-hmm. and sometimes he'll do five off fifty. Yeah, 
Yeah, I've seen that too. You know, I'm not seeing it online okay. anywhere. Yeah. You can buy peanut butter and you can buy the peanut butter or you can buy fluff and nutter, but mm-hmm. I don't see it swirl together. Oh, okay. And I don't see the swirl together jelly either, like when we were kids. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I thought it looked so cool. How it did. They, as a kid, you go, how did they do that? Well, we didn't we didn't buy that. Oh, it's oh crazy. They it do. Is, they yeah. do have the jelly yeah, stuff. Yeah. But it all gets mixed together, and that's just yucky. Yeah, I'd rather spread my own. Yeah, I don't like. I don't jam like that stuff. You know, maybe because I'm a control freak, and I like to be in control of all that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, oh, so mercy. we're getting more and more stories out about uh, oh, Matthew Perry, Matthew Perry, yeah. and uh, and his neighbor. Uh, his neighbor has been uh, doing some interviews. His, his pickleball partner. Right. Uh, I read he an article yesterday. A huge pickleball, like five Loved times it. a week. He loved. He loved sometimes he played twice a day. Yeah. He loved tennis and then later on it kind of got replaced with a love for, for pickleball. pickleball yeah. Um but his partner said that he had been extremely tired the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. So you just wonder if he had a heart attack or yeah. something. Because that's sure. usually a sign mm-hmm. leading as you would know, yeah. uh leading up to that. Uh there's also a story about how uh, Lisa Kudrow is going to be adopting his little Labradoodle Aww. or Golden Doodle. Yeah, uh, she's going to be taking him in. And then John Stamos came out with uh, with a story in an interview, remembering his friend Matthew Perry, who he credits with being the person who encouraged him not to quit show business. Hmm. He shared a clip from an episode of Friends when he guest starred as uh, Zach, a potential man who was going to be the donor for Chandler Bing and Monica Geller. And uh, he said, Matthew and I had been friends long before friends. Mm. So, you know, I did this did this role. Uh, he also said that it was it was uh, Matthew Perry who kept him from giving up. He was very close to to giving up showbiz altogether. And he was the one that encouraged him to to stick to it. Well, so without him, we wouldn't have Uncle Jesse. either. Yeah. Well, I mean, Mention again what what he said he wanted to be remembered for. Well, he wants to be remembered for helping other people. Mm-hmm. He battled, you know, drugs and and alcohol his whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had an injury that got him on opioids, and he just always always battled it. Uh, I think fifteen stints in rehab, uh, fourteen surgeries for addiction related medical mm-hmm. issues. Was on life support. For a brief period of time in a coma for a couple of weeks. So, uh, but he wants to be remembered for helping other people fight the demons that he fought. Mm. 33 degrees in Lynchburg, 31 in Bedford and Roanoke and Salem, uh, 33 in Danville, 32 in Amherst, and 33 in Appomattox. We've got freeze warnings everywhere. And some folks have seen some uh, snow flurries this morning. That's kind of cool. It wasn't me, but. You didn't see any. Yeah, you I saw some in Amherst and in. people reporting from Roanoke and Jeez. Mm-hmm. Salem. They're seeing some. So I've got this. Uh, I tried to find a little bit more information because you know I found the song to go with my story. I love it when I can play a, a song. <laughs> right. Oh. The theme song to the Munsters. I had Halloween music playing when my trick and treaters came up. What kind? I had. Um, this is Halloween. Hmm. From uh, Tim Burton. Oh, movie. okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep, it was fun. My that old boss, Werewolves of London. Ray Roush. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Ray Roush would uh, use his intercom system mm-hmm. to spook people, and he was. <laughs> he, he, this is just not. 
you you'd have to know Ray. He was he was quite a quite a, an amazing man. He's gone now, but um, my dad hit a, loved a walkie-talkie and a pumpkin. Yeah, and and freaked the kids out. I didn't even go trick or treating that year. It was so much fun. Yeah. to watch him mess with the kids as sure. they came up on the porch. Right. It was oh so great. And then he would meet you at the door after he spooked you through the intercom <laughs> system with that big old smile that he had. He oh, was that's a fun. Good sized guy too. But yeah. uh, anyway. So why are you playing that song? Well, because uh, local artist Mark Klein, always busy creating something. His fiberglass sculptures are well known in the area, and Klein, uh, his latest project, it's uh, the monsters. It's it's the it's the guy from the monsters. Okay, the, Herman. The Herman. Love it. Yeah fiberglass artistic thing of his head okay a bust yeah he's making a bust of herman munster that's an interesting inspiration it it really is and i'm 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 curious i i was hoping that the article would say more but it doesn't um but it's apparently something he really liked okay so well it probably is nostalgic for for him him. yeah yeah probably there it is oh it's very good yeah it is very accurate. Very accurate. He, so when it came to the Munsters and the Adams family, he was probably a Munsters guy. Right. Yeah. Well, he's, he's very talented. Is there a place where you can see this? Well, that's, that's where I'm trying to find this this information out. I should have. Uh, well, he's, he's apparently he's in Roanoke somewhere. Okay. I'm going to find out before we uh, end the show today. But you can. Uh, I'm going to do a little investigative up. digging. Yeah. Only the big stories from Mark Lamb. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) Digging into the important news here. Uh, It's in Rock Ridge County. Oh. I found that much out so far. Okay. So So uh, not in Roanoke. Yeah, Rock Ridge. Ridge. Sorry, I thought it was Roanoke. That's still close by. Yeah. Well, WDBJ7 covered this. I was thinking it might be Roanoke, although they do things for us, too. Well, that is just fun. a lot of creepy things in his... uh, Mm -hmm. Hmm. Well, on a more serious Ew. note, we go to Henry County, <laughs> okay. where uh, the Henry Martinsville Henry County Dispatch received a call 4:45 yesterday afternoon uh, about a man who had been shot on 10th Street in Fielddale. Hmm. Sheriff's Office said it's being investigated as a domestic situation that involves two men and a woman. Sheriff Davis uh, Davis said that the two men got into a fight about the woman. And one man shot the other, one man now dead. Wow. Deputies arrived at the scene, found a man with an apparent gunshot wound to his chest, and uh, took him to Sova Health, where he was later pronounced dead. Deputies said the victim was identified as Jadakus Mitchell, 23 years of age. Deputies said the suspect who shot Mitchell was identified as Kadarius Farrell, 29. He's been charged with second-degree murder, use of a firearm, and commission of a felony, discharge of a firearm within a dwelling house investigation is ongoing anyone with information is asked to reach out to henry county sheriff's office one of our local tv stations channel 10 great people along with the folks at dbj7 and sct we have a great core of uh, news in our area very blessed Uh, there are more than 750 children who are ready for adoption in virginia they are ready to find permanent Loving Forever Home, Forever Homes. Every day in November, Channel 10 News is going to share stories of one child who needs a home in 30 days of hope. You may want to check that out, especially if you have a heart for kids. You know, some of these kids have been bouncing around in the foster system uh, They for, for years. There are some kids that it just seems like it's so hard for them to find a forever home, and you could be part of that solution. I know my wife and I 
went down that road. It just didn't happen to work out for us, but we did foster for a bit. And, uh, and it's, it's quite a challenge, but it's quite a blessing. We remain in contact with the young man that lived with us. Liz says, yay, National Adoption Month. Yep. Yeah. Well, I just did that uh, fundraiser for Isaiah House. Yeah. A and great, uh, that's they great do amazing work there. Well, attention Lynchburg drivers. Today and tomorrow, a contractor for Lynchburg Water Resources is going to be repairing a storm line around 3919 Wards Road. If you're wondering exactly where that is, uh, think Jersey Mike's, uh, Noodles and Company, Verizon, in, in that shopping area. Oh. Uh, the northbound right travel lane and the right turning lane will be closed Boy, for the duration of the repair. Access to businesses in this area can be made at other entrances. Drivers should expect delays and use caution while traveling through that work zone. Be aware of that. Can I play a Joe Biden for you? Take the clover leaf. Take the clover leaf. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, if you have kids, how did they do last night? How... uh, what, what kind of haul did they have? Mm. One of the littles that came into to my house um, had that. Of course, I had little bags with their names right. on it, so they come in and find their bag. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one little boy pulled out. I, I got them like full size, straight up Hershey bars, but mm. they were Harry Potter ones. Oh, wow. yes. special edition. So he pulls out this <laughs> giant chocolate bar and he turns to his dad going, Dad, can I eat this one? <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, I'm so sorry, but they're not staying with me. So whatever. Uh, if you're wondering how long oh, that candy is going to be good for before it goes bad, the uh, assistant professor of food processing and microbiology I'm at Virginia notes. Tech, <laughs> yeah, that's right, <laughs> said that a lot of Halloween candies you might snag tonight or last night are going to be safe to consume for several months or even up to two years. Oh, wow. Says uh, dark chocolate, for example, is going to be safe to eat for one to two years. Uh, milk or white chocolate, though, because white chocolate's not really chocolate, uh, <laughs> is is more in the eight to ten month range. Okay. Uh, I got a question. Yeah. So did you offer any of the kids Twix? No, I didn't buy Twix because I would be tempted to See, eat them. Okay, well, good for you. Because I was thinking, well, you know, if they don't all go, I'll have a few. Like, I was very, I was very disciplined. I will well, say, I ended up with extra Hershey uh, peanut butter pumpkins, mm-hmm. Reese cut pumpkins. So okay. I did. Indulge well, you know where those can go. I mean, yeah, in case straight you... into my mouth. That's where they went. <laughs> it was right there. Well, I was just uh, thinking, in case you had a burden for me, you know. You uh-huh. can... <laughs> bring to some to work yeah well your your wife was sending me some things last Probably night like, keep the reese's that. away from my husband please exactly <laughs> so I, my friend cheryl mm-hmm. put a post up yesterday and she showed her her basket okay yeah. and and in her basket she had candy but she also had potatoes i see the potatoes yeah and little travel size like shampoos conditioners i think that's a great idea all right well now listen this is this is great because i'm i'm still enamored by the miniature i will go down that that aisle just to see okay what's you are not alone okay so the kids would come up to her house and she would say pick two of whatever you want right one boy what is this me that's hotel samples. It's body lotion. He's like, oh, good. I need lotion. He that is lotion. so cool. I love that idea. One kid, I'm taking two potatoes. Wow. Second kid, are those legit potatoes? Didn't take a potato. Right. Uh, more updates. 725, middle school age girl carrying a skateboard. Uh-huh. 
Uh, me, you can pick two. Looks in the basket. What are these? Me, potatoes. Potatoes are cool. Takes two. How about that? <laughs> There's hope. There's hope I, for I our next generation if they're picking potatoes and lotion. A 10-year-old boy dressed in a black robe wearing a mask. A potato? Shoot, I already have enough candy. I'll take a potato. <laughs> I thought I that was it. so great. It. Oh, gosh. Yeah, potatoes for the win. Okay, so there you go. here's what I think about potatoes. Potatoes are safe because you're going to probably microwave them. You can mash them. Oh, they're you so know, you versatile. Can do, you, you can do so many things and you feel, okay, like, I think and I could... And everybody loves them. Right. I mean, your hips don't love them, but... But everybody loves a, a great potato. All right. So, you know. You're on the morning jam. What's your favorite Halloween treat? <laughs> you know, I wonder how many kids went home and got their potatoes thrown away by their parents saying, this is probably injected with poison. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Only if it's a GMO potato. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Potatoes. Yeah. Isn't you know, that hysterical? There was a house in Bedford one year. Where they didn't realize how crazy Halloween is on Longwood Avenue in Bedford. I don't know if you guys know how crazy Halloween is on Longwood Avenue in Bedford either. The main strip through are town. They, are they the partying? Okay. No, I mean, it's like, I mean, there's police out there directing traffic. Oh, downtown. wow, because there's so many people. With, with wow. Trick or, with trick-or-treaters, yeah. You can't, the sidewalks are flooded. But Wow. Anyway, there, there's a house on Longwood. This was years ago. People just moved in. Um, you know, a couple months prior, and there was a line from their house all the way to the sidewalk, and they were just overwhelmed not realizing how much candy gets given out on Longwood Avenue in Bedford oh, on gee. Halloween. It got so bad, they ran out of candy, there was still a line. They went and started robbing their piggy banks and handing out change. To oh, people. wow. No. How about that? <laughs> and you know, yeah. that would be expensive. Here's a can of beans. Now, did you ever live... Uh, on Longwood Avenue? No, we okay. live in Bedford, but we have friends on Longwood. But, like, every house on Longwood Avenue is open for Halloween pretty much. They oh, all okay. decorate. Everybody so trick or treat. Yeah. I'm curious yeah. as to how much those houses have to spend on, um, yeah, on, on, on candy. Or Thanksgiving. I keep wanting to bring <laughs> those two together. Money. I mean, they, they would hand out to. so much candy. I'll bet you they spend fifty, seventy-five dollars mm, now. Yeah, on it. Well, some people, some people have like they have like little haunted houses in their yard and stuff, or people oh, wow. walk through tunnels and yeah, oh yeah, it's it's. See, it's crazy. I'm gonna have to step up my game. I, I don't think I would be welcome on Longwood Avenue. I mean, I had I had like a lit up cat and I had a lit up pumpkin. Mm -hmm. I did have Halloween music playing, right? But that was kind of it. That I'm was, thinking the kids yeah. coming home now saying, "Stupid president, what?" <laughs> Bidenflation. I know. The candy really. bars are smaller. We don't get as many. Yeah. What's up with this guy? There's only three smarties in the pack. <laughs> Thanks for calling. I in appreciate this the call. <laughs> Love it. Oh gosh. It's time for Janet's five and dine on the morning jam. Give her five minutes, and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine is on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, and they are celebrating their 30th anniversary today. Do, 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 do. Baby, I got to get over there and get my Dukes on. Uh, Dukes mayonnaise, three ninety nine mm. for a, a big jar. Wow. So yeah, I got because it's hard to find it under five. Yeah, it is right now. Uh, Double Q salmon, two for seven dollars. That's another anniversary special, and they've got all kinds of things. You can register to win two hundred dollars worth of groceries there. 
in, a, in celebration it. of their anniversary. So get by there and, uh, and see them. Today's recipe is one that is going to be super easy to pull together. Now, if you love Thai flavors, then you're going to love this recipe because it's really easy to get those flavors uh, without having to do, you know, too much work. Mm-hmm. You're going to start with spaghetti noodles because... Um, that's a great basis and usually you know you have some left over in the box this is a great way to use those you're going to take eight ounces of spaghetti and you're going to uh break them in half cook them in plenty of salted water till they're al dente then you're going to rinse that in cold water and you're going to make your dressing in an immersion blender a fourth of a cup of rice vinegar two tablespoons of vegetable oil uh, uh two heaping tablespoons of peanut butter a clove of garlic, some cayenne pepper, and salt to taste. You're going to toss the noodles with that, and you're going to add in some shredded red cabbage, shredded carrots, some green onions, roasted peanuts, sesame seeds, cilantro, and basil. And it is a beautiful, delicious explosion of flavor. Mm. So good. Find this recipe and others by going to Facebook. Type in Janet's Five and Dine. Brought to you by Ethanol Market Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Celebrating their 30th anniversary today. And their meats are a cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. On the Virginia Talk Radio Network. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark, 6 to 9 a.m. A Monday warrior, mean, mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean pride. Good morning and welcome to the Morning Jam. Our text number, 434-248-0704. You've been texting in a lot this morning, and we appreciate that. And we uh, hope that you will continue to do so. As we continue with our interviews with some of those uh, running on the uh, election coming up next week we're uh, just a few days away uh, we're welcoming uh, rich gilman in this morning running for commonwealth attorney of of amherst i will say amherst is getting some headlines there rich for sure good morning mark good morning Jenny. Hi. How are you? Good morning. so um i'm just gonna jump right into the fray here uh jimmy ears was in with us earlier in the morning and and i i started with with this same story with him the uh, family of amherst county murder victims they're in the news and they're voicing frustration and the the daughter who was who was shot um in 2019 and lost her mother uh, at the hands of this sales young man uh says that she just feels like their family's being used uh as they've called the special grand jury uh and all of a sudden four years later we're now we're going to prosecute after letting him go and letting him you know offend again uh now they're going to charge him and it just so happens to be a week before and she's saying that she thinks it's political well i will start out with first of all um two issues number one um well, let's start with Miss um, uh, Trudy Getz and that sort of thing. I, there, my belief is is that sales needs to be in front of a jury and being be convicted of these these heinous crimes that he did. So, sure. With with that, I mean, you, there's a little bit of joy, I guess, that there's an indictment out there. The problem is, is I believe, just like um, the the family that this uh, timing is is too coincidental. 
I will tell you that the, within the week of my announcing to run in May, mm-hmm. that I had three people in the know who told me that um, uh, the lo- current uh, Commonwealth attorney was going to have a or put together uh, a grand jury, mm-hmm. and that that week or two before uh, the election that he was going to announce that he had an indictment. And guess what? That's what's what has happened. Yeah, that's what here. happened. So, yeah. um, I I think that this is politically motivated, and yeah. the bad part about this for those who who have gotten to know this this family, they were victimized severely uh, five year four or five years and, ago. And you you have uh, talked with this woman quite a bit. I have. A matter matter of fact, don't you have a podcast or something well, that where you you. She she's been on my my show um, uh-huh. on a sta- another station uh-huh. um, a, a, a um, couple times. Well, mm-hmm. she uh, Trudy's only been on once, but but again, this, what this Commonwealth attorney is setting them up to victim, victimize them once again, like he has done with other families. Mm. This is not an isolated case. This is a case that has there's a pattern. Just, yeah, they're, they're, the the um, he he's out there promoting that he. Uh, is a uh, victim advocate, but ultimately, mm-hmm. um, the families and victims of families are not um, not saying that that same thing. Well, uh, Trudy certainly isn't isn't saying that. Now he came out, and I, I watched the interview, and uh, he's saying that he didn't have any control over the timing. It couldn't be political because he didn't have any control. So it does a, a with a special grand jury does a commonwealth attorney just hand it over and their hands off is that well, how that works a special grand jury is kind of unique compared to a grand jury a grand jury is is used to uh indict uh, uh people with felonies what um a special grand jury is a little or in, in a grand jury the commonwealth attorney cannot participate they can answer questions they can they have a certain in a grand jury in a grand jury they cannot be persuasive but in a special grand jury uh the commonwealth attorney can impanel the grand jury and they can participate by asking um witnesses questions and they can they could potentially guide a special grand jury to so they could accelerate or delay based on their participation correct um ultimately it's it gives the commonwealth attorney the ability to kind of control the narrative they can't be there while they're deliberating but they can during the investigation and that's why you have to ask questions folks right there because if you don't ask the questions you don't know the truth and that this is what drives me crazy now when was the last time we had a grand jury in Amherst? That was my question earlier in the day. It, it has not been through uh, Mr. Carver's tenure. It's it's well past fifteen years. So they wow. so he's never called one. Not that I'm aware of, and I believe that they've told the, the records family would show that. that yeah. That, well, the family has said that he has not. One of the things that I found most interesting in the interview was, you know, he, the case was dropped because they didn't have enough to go to trial. That's what he said. Correct. Four years ago. We don't have enough. That's why the guy was released, went up to New Hampshire, and offended again. Um, in the interview, they asked him about um, the chain of custody. And I thought his response was very interesting. Um, he, They asked him about the chain of custody. He didn't address the situation with the sheriff's office at all. 
No, he he basically said, well, it's not under his his department that it's another department. Here's the problem with that. Um, he knows where the problems are. He was not asking, which is w- within his job description. He is uh, able to ask for outside investigation, um, and it he has a lot of control to get that in there. This, this smacks of corruption that they're they're protecting um you know again the sheriff's department maybe people within his but it this this is the way that they're using it politically is corrupt and it's, it's gonna be a problem especially well, victimizing the family again if you want to find out more about rich gilming you can find him on facebook how else um facebook uh website you just put in gilman for commonwealth attorney um amherst county and you'll find us Thank you so much for joining us this morning. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you. We have Thomas Vaughn coming up in 8 o'clock hour. We'll talk to him. He is also running in Campbell County for... I can't keep up with all these positions. I know. It's hard. It's It's hard to keep up. It's a whirlwind. But we'll be back with more.